0: Hey, I'm Jacob Vincent. And you it's Luke Gallagher. It's a little crazy in the studio today, but luckily we have a guest speaker, Gabe McNett. Take it away, Gabe.
1: Hello, I'm Gabe McNett, and I am not a part of this project. My favorite color is blue. I'm in Miss Weinstein's class. And personally, I think that Miss Weinstein is the best example of a modern hero in society today. And here's why Get, get, out, get out of the studio! studio. Get. Leave! Get out. <laughs> we have an important recording. It's live. Okay. Leave get. now. Get. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. I love you, Miss Weinstein. <laughs> Shut up, gay. We, we read the book Counterparts, and we read the book Counterparts because um, we believe that it. Uh, correctly and fully portrays very common themes throughout, found throughout the book, such as um, paralysis and epiphanies. In Counterparts, one of the partners of a law firm, Mr. Alleny,
0: is angry at Farrington, who is an office clerk, because he hasn't produced an important document in time. Mr. Alleny then orders his secretary to send Farrington to his office to speak with him. Mr. Alleny proceeds to make fun of Farrington when he arrives and tells him that if he doesn't produce the document by the end of the day, that he will report it to to the other partner. This meeting frustrates Farrington very much, and instead of working, he decides to go out to a pub and drink with his friends. When Farrington returns to work, he is unable to focus and hasn't completed his work. Then, he gets angry and starts to insult Mr. Alleny. Then he leaves and goes out drinking again with his friends to another pub because he doesn't want to be bothered by his boss, Mr. Alleny, anymore.
1: Farrington realizes that he doesn't have a lot of money when traveling to the pub. He meets up with his friends, Nosy Flynn, O'Halloran, and Patty Leonard. He buys his friends beers with the little money that he does have. This frustrates Farrington. He then goes to a different bar to meet with yet another friend, Weathers, who is an acrobat, and who he also buys yet another drink for. He tries to flirt with an elegant young woman who doesn't take his hints, and this discourages him. His friends talk him into arm-wrestling Weathers, and he loses twice in a row. This angers him to yet a whole other level, making him even go home. He is greeted by his son, Tom, who tells him to make dinner he realizes that the fire was fully burned out. So he beats Tom in utter anger after the long, hard, and grueling day that he experienced with losing money and losing respect at his workplace.
0: Okay. All right. So, Luke, what would you say your favorite part of *Counterparts* was?
1: I mean, I don't know if I liked much of it. It was very grueling, really... Like, flat-out honest about adulthood. Like, it wasn't lighthearted. It was just straight to the point. This is what work is going to be like. It's going to be stressful. Exactly. It's going to be difficult. Things that aren't going to go your way. So, favorite parts? That's got to be hard. I don't know. I like when he's just having fun with his friends. When he, like, forgets about work. Because it's so stressful. And he just lives his life, kind of. Yeah, no, I understand that. I understand that. Um, um, Now, (laughs) this book was... One of the first of the, like, adult sections... Because, you know, the childhood, adolescence, adult... Yeah. This is the first... One one of the first ones of the adult section. And it really shows the adult, adult... This guy goes into his work... It's stressful. He has to get stuff done. If he doesn't get stuff done, he gets hurt for it. He just wants to relax and have a better time... But he just can't ever because his job and his life and his kids... Are all holding him down from being himself, really. In the end and yeah well how how did you interpret that part
0: uh, i interpreted it about the same as you especially the uh adult part uh life is difficult you know things aren't going to go your way he had these, he had he had these assignments that he couldn't complete that his boss needed done by the end of the day and uh he ended up going home and unfortunately he took it out on his kid poor tom poor tom, tom he's tom robbing to Dead. oh my fuck <laughs> <Okay>. it's <that's> fine. <laughs>
1: So, The Doubler's it's all about these, this theme of paralysis. So where do you see paralysis in the book? Um, when I was
0: reading Counterparts, I saw paralysis used when uh, Mr. Alany needed Farrington to complete his work. And Farrington realized that he was unable to complete the work and failed to copy the letters that were requested. And he was sort of shocked and unable to do anything else, and then once he finally snapped out of it, he decided to go to a pub and drink with his friends, and when he got back to work, again, he was unable to focus and he was still paralyzed and couldn't do anything, and he decided to go back out to a pub and drink again with his friends. And another theme that's used in um, Dubliners is epiphany. And I think the epiphany in the story is when he's so frustrated with everything, that he realizes uh, nothing matters anymore and he can't get anything done and that unfortunately leads to him beating his kid, Tom. When do you see uh, Paralysis and Epiphany using the story?
1: Paralysis is really once he realizes that point where he's like, oh my gosh, I had this big file. I need to get it done. I didn't get it done. So now I have to make the decision, work hard, get the file done, or go out, like relieve some of my stress and he decided to do that go to the pub sneak out of work mad not go out sneak out um get a beer by himself come back everybody realizes he wasn't there and then even while he's um even when he comes back to work he's daydreaming about the pub and its social life and he can't focus on the real things like his work um, then we go to Epiphany. Epiphanies in the story is when he, after this long, hard day, he's at the pub. He's he's stressed out of belief. Even when he's at the pub relieving himself, he's getting more stressed by spending all his money all on his friends, trying to hit on this girl, can't even hit on the girl. So at the end of it, he's... he, he realizes it's not more of a knowledge epiphany where it's like most epiphanies are good. I feel like this one's a bad epiphany where he's like, my life is so bad, nothing matters, I don't like my life at all, and he has to bring it out on Tom, beat Tom, which is kind of dark, but in the end it's what he does. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that statement about it not being
0: a knowledge epiphany. It's more, it's a dark epiphany. It's a dark one. He realizes that nothing in his life is going right, and he has this big project that he can't complete, and... He ultimately just uh, puts it off and decides to um, deal with it his own way, which is going out and drinking with his friends, and then going home, gets angry at Tom, and uh, takes it out on his kids. I also thought it was weird that, okay, first of all, this is a little bit off
1: topic. He's okay. hitting on another if, what girl at the? He's hitting on a girl at the bar when he has a wife yeah, when and he's five, married, children five, children five children at home. Not, not one. Is, not two. Was...
0: Not three. Not four. He has five. <laughs> five children and a
1: wife. I thought that was a little bit weird, but
0: that was pretty interesting. A yeah, these creepy. overall,
1: it's 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 just such a dark story. Um, mm. uh, it's really just it's 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 realistic. It gets into the heart of many people that might be reading it. Like, it's understandable what people go through because a lot of people go through it, and yeah. um, this guy's goes through it exactly. Especially it since
0: it's one of the I guess you could say first adult stories mm. in Dubliners because it really uses a lot of. Uh, Adult like symbolism that can be
1: beer uh, drinking, yeah wow, with his friends. Exactly. Uh, on you girls. know, the
0: problems of the hardships of working, you know, a job, having this big uh this big project that uh you know has it has a deadline and he needs to get it done. But he can't, much like this podcast <laughs> which is of equal stress and difficulty. <laughs> equal stress. Um mm. yeah, that's that's what I think about the book. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the quote analysis part. Favorite quote. The Favorite quote, right? Uh, part of the project. Um, my favorite quote was, The dark, damp night was coming, and he longed to spend it in the bars, drinking with his friends amid the glare of gas and the clatter of glasses. Um, this quote, in this quote, uh, the narrator of Counterparts describes the law clerk Farrington uh, trying to meet a deadline at his office, and Farrington dreams about being away from his job uh, at the bar drinking and uh, actually in the story he snuck out five times, uh, five times to get a quick drink at the bar. His obsessive thirst and alcoholism um, distracts him and he longs to be at the bar. And uh, because of this, he's unable to get his work done and he's just paralyzed even more by everything with the deadline and the project and uh, his irresponsibility um, is leading to his own failure because he's unable to finish
1: the assignment that he was given. Yeah, that's that really shows a lot about how he is obsessed and how he leads to his own failure, basically. Um, Now my quote is from after he comes back from the bars. He's at work and he's getting kind of in an argument with Mr. Alleny, and it goes, "Of course you know nothing," said Mr. Alleny. "Tell me," he added, looked, um glancing first for approval to the lady beside him. "Do you take me as a for a fool? Do you think me an utter fool?" Now this one he's talking to Farrington, and it's kind of ironic because Farrington going out before this, getting drunk, coming back to work. And now Mr. Alleny's asking if Farrington thinks he's a fool when really Farrington's the fool. And it talks uh it it really sheds light upon how it's ironic how he's the one leading to his own failure, and then Mr. Alleny kind of reminding him about it, even though Mr. Allen good working, put together hard working, um, and how it shows Farrington as this kind of broken down Alcoholic, who can't get his job done right, and how it shows he's the utter fool of the story, and it's 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 a great quote, and that's that's the end. You have anything else to say? That's.
0: Uh, no, I don't. I think that was really uh, well put and uh, beautifully described. That was amazing. <laughs>